Hey, y'all. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Let's go. 6 a.m. We on target, on target, on target. Come on, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Mm. Good morning. This is not like COVID. Good morning. Woo. Come on. Oh, my God. Come on in. Go ahead and share we got some uh we got some things we need to uh pray over real quick and then we're going to get into the word today come on y'all oh my god thank you thank you thank you where y'all at where y'all at where y'all at where y'all at oh come on hey Edie, Edie, i miss you Good morning, my Renaissance grandma. Good morning, Nia. Good morning, Kim Yarley. Good morning, Jerrica. Good morning, Edie. Good morning, Kirby. Good morning, Masa. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Cherie. Good morning, Auntie. Hey, Yara. Good morning, Shania. Good morning, Tremaine. Good morning, Kedra. Good morning, hey, Minister. Amazing woman of God. Gwen Wayne, good morning, Deshauna. Hey, if you ever need um, a grief course or something on grief, Minister Gwen Wayne, she's probably going to give me, is the woman that you want to connect to. She has a grief group that I haven't even been in, but just because I know it's Gwen Wayne and the standard of excellence that she operates and the purity that she operates in her heart, I can recommend anything that Gwen does for you to attach to it. Um, she um, spoke at a pillow talk for me uh, about a year ago. She is phenomenal. Good morning, Deshana. So if she drops a grief group and you know you are dealing with grief, like Gwen Wayne is your person. Good morning, Terry. Hey, Julia. Hey, my super nurse. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning, Katina. Good morning, Tanika. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Shamana. Hey, Insta, we in the house. YouTube, we in the house. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, something was trying to come against my body. Something. But I just took a stance, and I just decided I wasn't doing that. Like, ain't no getting sick this round. Ain't no feeling bad. I got too much stuff to do. Uh, we're not getting ready to deal with all that. I'm not having that. So the last few days, so if you see me wiping my nose, <laughs> so for the last few days, I've been um, taking authority over it in the natural as well as in the supernatural, right? So my nose sounds a little whatever this morning. I'm good. I'm at the end of it. Woo! I'm at the end of it. Whatever it is, I'm at the, I'm at the end of it. I just decided, you know what? Mm -mm. I don't have time for sickness in this season. Um, I don't have time for disease in this evening. I don't have time for whatever, because God don't offer me sickness. I don't have time for whatever the enemy is trying to offer me. I ain't got time for that in this season. I ain't got no room for that. I ain't got no, I ain't got no, I, ain't, I don't have time. I told my kids, I was like, um, we can right boost these immune systems and stay ahead of whatever this is that's trying to enter my house. Open the doors, go on up out of here. I ain't got no time for it. Lex, you got to be healthy and everything attached to me has to be healthy. Woo! That's that's a confession within itself. Everything attached to me has to be healthy. Woo! Come on. Can we declare that this morning? 
everything attached to me. Hey, Tina, I love you. Everything attached to me has to be healthy. Ooh, my mind got to be healthy. My finances got to be healthy. My friends got to be healthy. Come on, y'all. Everything that's a power that's powerful within itself. Everything attached to me got to be healthy. My body got to be healthy. Every fiber, every tissue. Good morning to Shannon. Good morning, Ruby. Um, every fiber, every tissue, every cell in my body has to be healthy. My friendships got to be healthy. Come on. My mind's got to be healthy. Everything attached to me has to be healthy. My children have to be healthy. Come on now, my God, you got to have that mindset. My Facebook got to be healthy. My business got to be healthy. My job got to be healthy. My supervisor, if my supervisor is unhealthy, my supervisor, Shonda, got to be healthy. But everything attached to me is going to be healthy. Everything attached to me is going to flow. Everything attached to me is going to be fruitful. Everything that attached to me is going to multiply and it's going to increase. Everything that attached to me is going to go forward. Everything attached to me is going to be sealed up. Everything that attached to me, right? It's going to be solid. Everything that attached to me is going to be planted. Everything that's attached to me, come on, y'all, it's going to have hinds feet. It's not going to wander off. It's not going to move. It's not going to get distracted. Everything that is attached to me, Jericho, is going to win. Come on now. Everything attached to me, every person attached to me, every seed, every ministry that I even sow seeds into is going to prosper. It's going to be blessed and it's going to do what kingdom called it to do. Woo! Come on now. My marriage going to do what kingdom called it to do. My son's going to do what kingdom called it to do. My grandsons are going to do what kingdom called it to do. LMJ Ministries is going to do what Kingdom called it to do. Come on, y'all. Everything. Gwen Wayne Ministries is going to do everything that Kingdom called it to do. Come on, y'all. Every business represented here, Tanika, is going to do what Kingdom called it to do. Do you know why? He said, because thy, woo, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we are inviting the kingdom, come on, Tremaine, into our finances. We are inviting the kingdom into our health. We are inviting the kingdom into our relationships. We are inviting the kingdom on our job. We are inviting the kingdom in our car. No, if I show up, kingdom shows up. And if it's out of alignment, Courtney, it's got to be back in alignment. If I show up, Tammy, then kingdom shows up. Then what I bring with me is the one true God. Ooh, what I bring with me is the provider. What I bring with me is the protector. What I bring with me is the healer. So when I show up, kingdom has to show up. That means if it's not right now, it's going to get right because God is on the scene, Rosalind. So everything, come on, y'all, everything attached to me has to win. Yeah, Shana, it's kingdom, baby. It's kingdom in our finances. It's kingdom in our health. It's kingdom in our thought processes. Come on. It's kingdom how we live and how we say and how we do. And if you didn't know, we were we are under a divine dispensation where God is orchestrating and realigning our lives. Come on, y'all. So that we do not detach, come on, y'all, from what we are supposed to be attached to that is going to bring us into the place that we are supposed to be in in this last season or this last extent of God so that we can reach more for God, so that we can 
be more effective for God. There are still people who have yet to receive and even know about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Some of your cousins, them ain't saved yet, Julia. Some of your, some of y'all spouses ain't saved yet. Some of your sons and daughters are not walking into the fullness of kingdom. So God has got to do a divine orchestration so that things can begin to align with what he says has to be here on earth before Jesus returns. You are just a part of a divine orchestration. Woo! Can you put that in your notes in your comments today? I am just a part of a divine orchestration. This thing is bigger than Lakeisha. This thing is greater than Lakeisha. This thing is bigger than Courtney. This thing is bigger than Teresa. This thing is bigger than Kedra. This thing is bigger than Jamaica. This thing is bigger. This is bigger. You are part of a divine orchestration that God brought you into the earth at your specific time. Come on, y'all, in your specific place so that kingdom could move. There are some things that you are called to do. Come on, y'all, that only you are supposed to do it. Ooh, only you are supposed to do it. So we can't afford to be out of alignment. Come on now. The spirit of oppression has dominated you enough. The spirit of depression has dominated you enough. The spirit of anxiety has dominated you enough. The spirit of weariness has dominated you enough. The spirit of lack has dominated you enough. The spirit of poverty has dominated you enough. There are some things that have dominated and ruled and reigned in your life. And today needs to be the day that you draw the line and say, you know what? There is enough. It's enough. I'm over it. I'm not living according to it because I'm a part of a divine orchestration that God needs to use my business. God needs to use the ministry. God needs to use me at the post office. God needs to use me wherever it is that my feet go. Woo! Come on, y'all. Wherever it is that my feet go, I'm supposed to be in use because it's a divine orchestration. Even the depression was a divine orchestration so that you could lead someone else out of what has been depressing you. Woo! Even the oppression is a divine orchestration so that you could lead someone else out of what's been oppressing you. Even the lack has been a divine orchestration so that you can lead someone else out of the lack that they have bought into. My God, it's a divine orchestration. God did not leave you. God did not forsake you. As a matter of fact, he has been with you all the way. Come on, because it's a divine orchestration. It's bigger. It's greater. And all you got to do is carry your piece of the glory. Oh, my God. Come on, Holy Spirit. All you got to do is carry your piece of the glory. Ooh! to the place that God has called you to divinely orchestrate in. And what I mean by orchestrate is you operate. Oh my God, you're the lead conductor. You're the person that sets the temperature. You got control of the thermostat. Your mouth is a prophetic portal and what you say goes, Ooh, come on. If we could ever get revelation that what I say goes, come on now. If I could ever get revelation that where I what I say goes, if I could ever get revelation that what I speak to the situation is going to bring life 
or it's going to bring death to it, then when something in the circumstance at my job, Tremaine, doesn't look like God, and when something in the circumstance in my family does not look like God, and when something in the circumstance in my health does not look like God, and when something in the circumstance, Yara, at the hospital, in the surgery room, does not look like God, because I'm a part of the divine orchestration, Lynette, because I'm of the part of the divine orchestration, Dietrich, then the words that are formed in my, my, my heart that'll come out, that's why you got to put a guard over your heart so that you don't get hardened by the circumstances and the situations that you've been placed in. Because what you, I'm going to back this up in scripture, because what you've been placed in is getting ready to lead a people or change a people or change a circumstance or change a situation, right? Because it's a divine orchestration. You just got to make sure Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, that you are not leaning into your own understanding. Frustration has tried to move you out of position. Lack has tried to move you out of position. Doubt has tried to move you out of position. Fear has tried to move you out of position. But the frustration, I was looking at frustration the other day because somebody had asked me, was I frustrated by a situation? I wasn't mad, right? And I couldn't articulate what was wrong. And I wasn't disappointed, right? But what had come to me was I was frustrated. I had got frustrated. This is what happens when you get frustrated. Frustration is um, a feeling of being upset or annoyed that typically results um, because you can't change or achieve something. We become frustrated when we feel like we can't change or achieve something. And so I began to recognize that I was frustrated. I wasn't disappointed, I wasn't mad, but I was frustrated by the situation because I knew God had given me an assignment. And there was something standing away Rosalind, of my assignment, George, there was something standing in a way preventing me from doing my assignment. So I was getting frustrated because I knew that I was the person that was supposed to bring change to the environment. I was getting frustrated because I knew that this is where God had called me to be. And it made me start becoming double-minded in the fact, oh, did God really say this? Like, is this where God really told me to be? Maybe I need to walk away from this circumstance and situation. But can I tell you something? This frustration was divine too. The frustration was divinely orchestrated by God so that I could humble myself. Oh my God. The frustration was divinely orchestrated. See, I needed to still see the parts of me that were were trying to show up as if I was God. The word of God tells me in Genesis that I'm made like God. Nothing tells me that I am God. (laughs) Nothing tells me that I am God. And when you get frustrated, what God began to show me, Angela, was that I am carrying it. I possess it. I'm still trying to handle it. I forget that the partnership between me and God is the only requirement by Lakeisha is that she pray. I have to pray, I have to trust, and I have to obey. So the frustration was still divine because it needed to bring me, Julia, to an end of myself where I saw still remnants of me trying to be in control. You are frustrated when you can't control it. You are frustrated 
when you cannot control it, when you cannot control it, that is the only time frustration in. Because what you're saying when you allow frustration to lead the circumstance or situation is that you don't believe that God can divinely intervene in the situation. The partnership is what is what you pray. The partnership is what you leave in the Lord. The Lord been speaking to us the last couple of weeks. Cast all your cares. Cast all your cares on me because I care for you. Calm everybody that is heavy laden and burdened and take my yoke upon you and I'm going to give you rest. So he showed me, he said, the only reason that you're having such a difficult time with this situation is because you are trying to control it. You are forgetting. My God, come on, no way to control it. You are forgetting. Especially before we start talking about you have, Let me say this. You have no control over another person. I want to say this again. You have no control over another person. You have no control over another person. You can never control another person. So when you are in a position and a place where you are trying to place control over another person, I'm going to throw something at you so strong. Guess what's happening? Baby, you're really operating in manipulation, which is witchcraft. I can't even run in here. I can't even run in here. You're really operating, Tiffany, in manipulation, which is witchcraft. When you are trying to appeal to another person's feelings or emotions, when you're trying to manipulate, when you're trying to take another person's feelings and emotions and flip their feelings and emotions to feel and respond and to act and to move like you, then you are operating in a form of witchcraft because that is manipulation. And all manipulation is a witchcraft. The forced tears, witchcraft. The appeals, witchcraft. God wants to release us today to invite kingdom in so that we can stop operating in the spirit of manipulation to get people to see what we see and say what we say and think how we think and move how we move. No, our assignment is just to pray. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, for my brothers and sisters that's been dealing with, I think that's it, with dealing with anxiety, he says, be anxious for absolutely nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, I'm paraphrasing. Put your requests known before God, then begin to thank him. And when you thank him, after you've requested, after you've laid it in prayer, it says the peace of all understanding will begin to flood your being. The reason that I could not tap into the peace in the situation was because I still really wasn't leaving it to God in prayer. I was trying to manipulate. I was trying to convince. I was trying to put myself in a position and a place um, for them to see what I was seeing. You can never convince someone to see what they are seeing, especially if their eyes are closed. So the Lord began to speak to me and say, your frustration, (laughs) 
is because also I need to bring you to the end of yourself that you think you are me. You are in partnership with me. You were never me. You could never be on the cross and die and deal with what I have dealt with. I offer you a shield and protection so that you do not have to suffer with the things that already Jesus has suffered with. But because, Lakeisha, you think you me, you are suffering in an area that you don't have to suffer in. That if you would lay it down, if you would cast your cares, if you would come with your every burdens, I would give you a yoke that destroys sickness. I will give you a yoke that destroys disease. I will give you a yoke that deals with poverty. I will give you a yoke, come on now, that deals with destruction and drugs and sexual immorality. I will give you a yoke so that you could come out of yourself and come further in your destiny if you would recognize and realize that you are made in my image, but you are not me. Oh, come on, y'all. You are made in my image, but you are not me. You keep trying to show up on the scene as if you're me, and you keep ending up in frustration because guess what? You are not me. You were never me. You were never meant to be me. You can't handle the capacity of what I handle. So if you would open your heart... <laughs> and let go of the spirit of control that has tried to rule and reign your life all your life and simply humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. I will exalt and I will lift up this situation in due time and I will flip this situation in due time and I will change this situation in due time and in the meanwhile what you're gonna do is you're gonna mature and you're gonna get you some temperance what you're gonna do in the meantime is you're gonna mature and you're gonna get you some endurance because this that I'm calling you to is going to have to you're gonna have to learn how to endure this that I'm calling you to, you're going to have to learn how to persevere. This that I'm calling you to, you're going to have to learn how to be a bigger person. This that I'm calling you to, you're going to have to learn how to be meek. This that I'm calling you to, you're going to have to learn to be the peacekeeper. This that I'm calling you to, you're going to have to learn how to sometimes say absolutely nothing. This that I'm calling to, it's going to require you, baby, to position yourself to pray, but you cannot show up on the scene acting as if you were God or you will be slaughtered. Your feelings going to continue to be hurt. You're not going to have the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that you need. What you need, Tanika, what you need, Malisha, is for you to get in partnership and pray. That's the only assignment that I have given you in this season. Uh, your girl brought it to you in the word. All we are to do is this is this all we are to do is pray i know it seems lifeless i know it seems limited i know it seems some of y'all i know you got some gumption and you got some hustle and you got some get up and you've been operating in the same way in the same place at the same time but in this season what you need to know for sure is all you got to do is pray. Come on. Psalms 1. If you are walking in godly counsel, then you will have the wisdom for the situation to pray. Come on now. And when you don't know what to pray, Romans tells us Holy Spirit will make intercession. Sometimes you don't even need to make up what you need to pray. You just need to close your eyes 
lend your ear and tell Holy Spirit, my God, make intercession. And then you go be the living example that you trust God. That you trust God. That you trust God. That you trust God. All you got to do is pray. All you got to do. All you, when you pray, you are bringing heaven into the situation. When you pray, you are bringing heaven. When you pray, that kingdom come, that will be done. You're bringing heaven into the situation. My God, when, when you pray, Lord, give me your daily bread, you're bringing heaven into the situation. When you pray, Lord, protect me from evil, you're bringing heaven into the situation. When you say, Lord, you ain't got to keep telling your sons and your daughters, you know, you ain't got no business being over there. No, when you pray, Lord, protect them from um, from evil, guess what? He'll They'll start walking away from the situation. They'll start walking away from the friends. Judah was having a, a problem with a friend, and I told him, I said, something about this relationship isn't healthy for you. But it seemed like as long as I was saying something, he was leaning into the relationship. So I made a decision. After I laid past, I said, you ain't comfortable with this relationship. I'm just going to be quiet. And then one day, he came to me and he said, I think you're right. <laughs> I, I've been praying and I can see now, right? I can see. He said, I think there's something here that is not healthy for me. And so then we had to pray together that the Lord give him the strength to divinely walk away from what was good in him in this season. Because you can have strongholds and soul, soul ties and you ain't even had sex with a person. But just because you've been in covenant and talking and dealing with a person on a consistent basis that may not necessarily be healthy for you in this season, that's not necessarily drawing you closer to God, that's drawing you away from the things that God has called you to, you still got a tie or a stronghold that might not need to be broken. So then once he was properly prepared to receive what he what what the Lord had already showed me, then I could get into position and I can begin to pray. And our partnership of agreement in prayer could break and tear down strongholds in his mind because then now he could see what I was saying in the spirit. He couldn't see in the flesh because he liked this friend. So he couldn't see it in the flesh because the person brought him joy. He couldn't see it in the flesh. Because the, the person made him happy. But what was showing up in my spirit was something was perverse or odd or not healthy for him in the relationship. But as long as I was talking to the situation and trying to appeal to him and trying to convince him and trying to manipulate him into thinking what I was thinking, it was, it was null and void and non-effective. But when I began to, hey, pray, Lord, keep my children from all hurt harm, danger, and evil. <laughs> when I begin to pray, Lord, let your hedge of protection be around him. When I begin to plead the blood of Jesus over his mind, over his foot. See, I anoint, I anoint, I anoint his feet in the morning because he's called to be athletic. And I ask the Lord to give him agile feet. But I also, when I anoint he and Josiah's feet, I said, do not let them be swift to run into evil. <laughs> Do not, Lord, do not let them be swift to, when I anoint their feet, do not let them be swift to run in evil. When I anoint their minds, do not be deceived. When I anoint their hearts, Lord, whatever in their heart that is not like you, Lord God, you remove it. Come on, y'all. When I anoint their ears, Lord God, give them ears to hear, Lord God. When I anoint, <laughs> come on, their hands, let every creative juice flow. My God, let 
every divine orchestration of what's supposed to happen in their life manifest. When I pray over their bodies, I decree and declare breakthrough. I decree and declare seasons of change. Lord God, I thank you. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow them all the days of their life. I've learned that I don't have to say another mumbling word when I anoint their heads with oil. <laughs> Come on now. I thank the Lord for preparing a table for before them in the presence of their enemy. Why? Because there is a divine orchestration for me to be their mama. <laughs> there is a divine orchestration for me to be their mama. <laughs> And if there was a divine orchestration, Ruby, and there was a divine orchestration, Tremaine, for me to be their mama, that means there's an authority. There's an authority, Kedra, that comes with me being their mama. There's an authority, Sandra, that comes with you being his wife. There's authority, Cerise, that comes with you being his wife. But the authority isn't in your pleas. The authority isn't in your begging. The there's if God gave you a job, there is a position and authority that you have from your desk. You ain't got to talk to your supervisor. You ain't got to talk to your co-workers. You need to be at your desk. Uh, Cheryl, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord, you set a hedge of protection around your desk. You set a hedge of protection around your job. Put some oil on your hands. Arrive early. Start touching their doors. Start touching their desk. Call for an order, Patricia, because if he sets you in position and place, if he gave you the job, I don't care. If the devil gave you the job, it's still going to be a divine authority that shows up with you because when you come, heaven comes with you. When you come to Shauna, heaven comes with you. What you need to make sure is you ain't mixing heaven and hell together. Don't take nothing in the flesh into what God has divinely orchestrated you to be a part of. Father God, <laughs> reveal to us the places in which we have been operating in our flesh because of fear, because of worry, because of anxiety. Lord God, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be and the same resurrection power of Christ Jesus that lives in us. Let it destroy every yoke, every stronghold, every soul tie, mend the broken places, mend the broken hearts. Do not let us be deceived. Lord God, like we can carry or operate in a place that only you can operate in Jesus' name. And I need to give you this. For those of you that have been fearful, see, sometimes we out of fear because of what has happened, right? Like uh, we did stuff as kids or we had stuff happen in our marriage and we, we're trying to protect those around us because of what had happened. That is still fear. That this is a new, your kids are in a new space. And I don't care if you feel like they got little characteristics that look like you. If you lead and fellowship with them in the Lord, the scripture is clear to say they will return back to the place of which you led them. Why? Because it's a divine orchestration. I don't care if you ain't do it right the first time. 
God has the capacity to do absolutely everything. And he has a good plan and a good future. Come on, y'all. We're going to do our confessions for today. He has a good plan. He has a good future, right? He has a good plan. He has a good future. And you don't have to live in anything outside of God's good plan and his good future for you. We're going to do our confessions. We're going to confess our facing. We're in our second day of prayer. Even if you weren't here with us, stay with us while uh, while we confess um, the word of God for today. I got to get to him. I thought I had him pulled up. Lord God, I thank you. Y'all, I'm in a sweat. The Holy Spirit must be moving. Lord God, I thank you. I'm going to pull up our confessions today and we're going to make our confession together. Lord God, I thank you. I am God's workmanship. He made me a new creation. He created me in Christ Jesus. I see myself as God sees me. I see myself in Christ because I'm in Christ. I'm a believer. I'm righteous. I'm light. I'm the one who believes. I'm the temple of God. God, the father declared himself righteous through Jesus Christ. And God, the father, my very own father declares me righteous. For I believe in Jesus, therefore I am righteous. I'm the recipient of the righteousness of God. I have righteousness. It was given to me. I believed into righteousness and I received it at my new birth. I have right standing with God and I am righteous. Jesus became sin for me that I might become the righteousness of God in him. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. God provided righteousness for me. Righteousness is mine. I have it now. I'm righteous now. Because I have received the free gift of righteousness, which puts me in right standing with God. I reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. I reign as a righteous king in my domain. What I say goes. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Because I am righteousness, God hears me when I pray and my prayers avail much. Thank you, Father, for provision. Thank you for faithfulness, forgiving me and cleansing me from all unrighteousness that I may continually have right standing in your sight. Woo! That is our confession for today. That is the word we are releasing over ourselves the next seven days. When you understand your righteousness, my God, it's going to open your heart and mind for you to really understand, oh my gosh, I am a prophetic vessel. What's said out my mouth, right? And for your adult children who keep running to you every time they got a circumstance, a situation, you teach them how to pray. I tell Josiah all the time, Judah, if there is something that's not in my budget, then come on, let's get in faith together and call it in since this is something you want. You desire this. It's your responsibility to pray. So right now in the name of Jesus, I call in every scholarship for Josiah Anthony Johnson from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. Dollars are coming into his account. He will have a full ride and he is fully provided for in Jesus name. Amen. I love you. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give. Woo! lmjministries.org. You can go there. You can find out all the ways you can give. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-I-N-I-I-S-T-R-Y. We are a 501c3 organization. So um, go there and you can give there. It tells you all the ways you can give. My second appeal is to those of you who have not accepted Jesus Christ. I tell y'all all the time, I really didn't get saved until I was 27. And Jesus was the, the game changer for me. I was lost. I was out there. I was showing up in church, but I had no clue who Jesus was. Like no 
clue who Jesus was. And so once I made the confession of faith, I made a new confession of faith. I went back in the water. My life has not been the same ever since. And I know Jesus is real because the things that I thought I wanted, I don't even want that stuff no more. And every time I come into something that is not right for me, conviction comes. And then God gives me the strength to show up stronger and walk away from it. If that's you, I want you to pray this prayer of faith with me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I want to send you some resources and some materials so that I can continue to disciple you. And then you're going to keep showing up here. Uh, I want to disciple you. Oh, Lord, what a word today from the Lord. Lord, we thank you for a word today. Oh, my God. Confirm the word of your servant. Open our eyes. Let us see your hands. I decree and declare breakthroughs over our lives, medical breakthroughs, financial breakthroughs, um, breakthroughs out of depression, breakthroughs, Father God, um, out of suicide. We cancel the spirit and the assignment of suicide right now in the name of Jesus. Breakthroughs against cancer. We thank you, Father God. You are healing every cancerous cell in anyone's body today in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for um, a divine activation over your people today and that they will see your hand, experience your hand, whatever has them weary, whatever has them tied down, whatever has them worn, they are released from that today and they will walk in the fullness of who you called them to be today. In Jesus name. Amen. I love you. God loves you. I love you, but God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. And I'll see you back here in the morning at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. My God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you.